It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. What's going on, Hotshot? We're doing the news. You ready let's for this? Let's do it. Come on, let's go. Taylor Swift fans, known as Swifties, Swifties. are suing Ticketmaster and the yeah. parent company Live Nation because of that pre-sale debacle. Oh. I still don't totally understand what happened other than the the pre-sale started and somehow all the tickets sold out, right? Sure. So it was only supposed to be a certain number of tickets for the pre-sale, but somehow all of them sell out. And then, of course, and I heard a lot of stuff about bots being the ones that are able to grab up all these tickets, and then they yeah. sell them, you know, they, they mark them up. Now, Ticketmaster says, look, there's just too many fans. If everyone who wants a ticket, uh, you know, is actually going to get to go see her, she'd have to do like 900 stadium shows. Something that's close what, to 1,000. I mean, okay. I, what happened? I don't know. Why is Taylor Swift that popular? Like, what? People love what, her. Do, I know, but I, like I don't get it. Me like what did so I get like um you could go through all the zeitgeist of the past, right? And what people Michael were really Jackson really and, into, yeah. right? Michael Jackson, uh Jessica Simpson, like I all of the zeitgeist throughout the years where a TV show took off and you're like I don't get it. Why, right? Yeah. But none of them have Ticketmaster said there's just not enough places for her to play. Right. Like, that just isn't, like, Billie Eilish or 21... Like, what happened? How, uh, I don't know. Who? What is she tapping into that I don't understand? I'm not saying she's a bad artist, so don't get mad at me. I don't, I don't care about her one way or another, but I'm fascinated at her reach. Yeah, and they mentioned another artist in one of the stories I was reading this morning... Uh, that you know was also a stadium act that people were having a hard time getting tickets to. And now I can't remember. But I was just thinking, how many artists are there? Obviously, she must be the biggest when it comes to tickets. I can't think of anybody like. Sounds this. like no one could outsell Taylor Swift right now in North America. That's what it's, mm. that's what it sounds like. So who else even comes close? I don't know who those stadium artists are. I mean, there's a lot of not all of them even Ed completely Sheeran, sell the place out. Harry Styles. Harry Styles yeah. would be one of them, right? Yeah, yeah but Sheeran, not like this. Like Ed Harry Sheeran. Styles been on tour. Where, you know, you could get. I mean, not, they didn't sue Ticketmaster. No, right. no, I know it's nowhere near. Right? Uh, yeah, it's and w- does it have something to do with the pricing for the presale? Was that different in this somehow? It seems like it's just because Taylor Swift is that big. One group of Swifties has filed a lawsuit against Ticketmaster's parent company, Live Nation Entertainment, for what they call a ticket sale disaster, alleging several antitrust violations, intentional misrepresentation, and fraud. I want Ticketmaster down. I don't, they don't care about the reputation. The game is rigged. They messed with the wrong people, and I'm here. <laughs> you mess with the Swifties. Say, enough is enough. Enough is enough. You mess with the wrong people. We're Swifties. Me. Even, that makes me even more angry. Like that now. Oh, you want to? The girls like crying. Karens unite. I saw a highlight reel right? of them crying. Like it's, we're Karens and our daughters, and we will go yeah, we'll to take the end of the world. Master. Yeah, <laughs> we will go to the end of the world to see Taylor Swift. Like Taylor Swift looks like a Karen. It is right. literally like. The return of the Karens. Yep, I couldn't buy tickets to see Taylor Swift. Someone's well, gonna pay show for this. you. Yeah, it's. I have the money, and my daughter will go, and she will mm. be able to see Taylor Swift. Like the whole crowd. Could you imagine being in that crowd? Nope. Everyone who loves Taylor Swift is a Karen. I mean, I wanted to try the. It's said true. Now I've decided. I just figured it out. I heard her, and that's it. You're all Karens. A lot of them are crybabies too, because there was a highlight reel of them crying. They were just bawling. Right. I wanted to see I can't believe it. Like, oh my God, no one's ever said no to you before, princess. 
That's canned. Look, you went on the site, you tried to buy the ticket, it wasn't available. That's life. That happens to just about everyone at some point. It's so, in some way, maybe it's not concert tickets, but I wanted that unicorn frappuccino. When I couldn't get one, I didn't say I'm bringing down Starbucks. I just thought, well, I guess I didn't try hard enough because some right. people got it and I didn't. Now, I get it. This is a little different because you're saying it was a pre-sale, but still... The tone of that woman's voice. Yeah, I'm telling you, Taylor Swift they fans are Karens. They, they should be called Karenifties. Karifties. Karifties. Yeah, Karifties. Get Karifties. Uh, <laughs> the seven-year-old girl who was abducted by a FedEx driver this weekend. Did you see that story? You guys didn't see this? No. So she's, uh, her stepmom's home, and the FedEx driver comes to the house. Stepmom can't find the daughter, and it took them a while. Uh, took them... Over a day to find this little girl. Turns out the FedEx driver, who was one of these contracted, um, mm-hmm. which I just assume means that maybe he's only there seasonally. I don't know. But they do criminal background checks. FedEx said they always do uh, criminal background checks, even on those employees. But this guy, he was, uh, I mean, pretty unassuming. If you saw him, looked like a typical delivery driver. Kidnapped this girl, and they said in within an hour, possibly less, he, he had killed this little girl. This morning, the family of Athena Strand grappling with a nightmare. Their seven-year-old daughter kidnapped from her home and killed. Investigators say the suspect, a delivery driver, was dropping off a package at the time of Athena's disappearance. Athena's stepmother was home at the time and contacted police after she spent an hour looking for the child. With the help of FedEx, investigators identified and located Horner. Authorities saying they believe he killed the seven-year-old within an hour of <sighs> taking her. So then they do this whole thing about, hey, listen, we Lisa, want you, you know, to be- I know this is sound crazy. Lisa was within an hour. That's very common. I'm being honest. My fear, I, of course, my fear is predators, right? Yeah. And you have kids, you're always fearful of predators. But could you imagine if they said, oh. Held her captive that, for a month. Right. And they're like, well, you know, as we can tell, she she or he died recently. And you're like, they've been gone for a month. Like yeah. that, I couldn't like that. I couldn't bear. I've seen a statistic that it's something. It's over ninety percent of the people who kidnap in that style, where they just take a kid of a certain age and and snatch them and run, that they kill them in less than I think they said less than three hours is uh, most commonly what happens. I don't totally understand how they got to this FedEx driver. If she, if the stepmother saw that he had been there on the ring camera or what it was, this happened outside of Fort Worth, Texas. But they did this big thing afterwards on the news talking about how parents need to be aware that there are delivery drivers coming to your house. Sure. Okay, I get that. And this happened. But this this is not like a known issue. This is not like, man, I can't believe this happened again. It's not like school shootings. And also, uh, what what are you supposed to do differently? Your kid probably shouldn't be answering the door anyway, right? Right. I don't know. You guys are parents. Did you let your seven-year-old answer the door alone? Yeah. They, no, you they you know stood behind happened, them, right? No, no they don't know exactly what happened. But I'm asking, like, if your kid were to go answer the door when they were that young, would you go stand behind them? Or, or would they, you know, someone's at the door and they say, I'll get it. Would you just let them run down there and check the door? I, I don't know. Answer on the door. Right. No. I, I mean, and I don't have kids, so I don't know. And seven, I mean, that's, yeah, seven, that's I first let grade. Them open the door. Yeah, the, you know, they, you might let them open, open the door, the door. By, by themselves. I wouldn't let them open the door if I wasn't there. But you leave your kid at home alone sometimes at that age. Okay. but I, so you, Like, hey, I'm going to run to the store. Here's the doors are locked. I know, other pe- I know people would say, no, I would never do that. So I'm not going to tell you how to raise your kids, whatever way. But there are people who would leave their kids home alone at 7 while they ran to the gas station to get bread or milk and came back and told their kids not to answer the door. My, and I, they probably would answer the door. Right, like if the doorbell rang, I think I do remember my There's parents no saying, way that don't you would answer know the door. they wouldn't. You just yeah. told them not to. Mm-hmm. I remember my you parents also saying, told them, you know, to get you know better grades. They didn't do that and to quit talking and 
science class. They still <laughs> right. do. So there's seven. But your parents said that, right? Don't answer the door while we're gone. That was like the last yeah, time I'm Gen said, X, don't man. Answer, don't answer the door while we're gone. I mean, when you were really little. If you were really little, they said, don't answer the door while we're gone. I don't even right really remember, to My be honest with you. But that. I really am like a, just, just that much older than you guys, where I think it was like sixth grade. I just came home and let myself in. I know Snow Cone, you did the same thing. Oh, right? by then I was yeah, coming. I yeah. yeah. I, by, by that age, I definitely came home from the bus and nobody was home. Yeah. But I don't know about like seven. You're saying, you know, you leave the house real quick. You're going to be right back in a, a few minutes. I think they said don't answer the door. I'm pretty sure. I know that. I, I, I don't know. I would think that, knowing me as a kid, if the doorbell rang, I probably would have been too scared to answer it. But I didn't know if this stepmom's standing behind this little girl, if she doesn't even realize that the doorbell has, has been rang, wrong, whatever. The murder in Moscow, Idaho. Snowcone, I know on Friday, you and I were talking after the show, you'd found a podcast about this, this case, mm-hmm. and you were very interested to listen to it. And mm-hmm. I said, how can they make a podcast when... There's so little information, and there really haven't been any updates. Then over the weekend, my girlfriend and her sister are talking about it a ton, back and forth. Her sister is fascinated by this whole case. I'm like, what am I missing? I'm a true crime person. I'm usually interested in these stories, a a mystery. How long is it going to take? Who are the suspects? Let's do some web sleuthing. But they just seem to have so little. These are obviously the students who were stabbed. I was in their apartment. I, I really didn't know much about it other than four people were stabbed. I didn't right. know the background. I didn't know the story. So, I mean, it did. Did you listen to the whole thing? I did. They had one. Was it one person had defensive wounds? Right. At least one of them did. They said at least one. Did. So at least one of them had defensive wounds. You got four dead. The, the roommates who were home, uh, the other roommates who weren't killed, they were. It's a separate apartment thing. Like the house is they chunked were off into apartments. Yes. And a different thing. They yeah. said they didn't hear anything. They didn't. They have not said anything until now. Over the weekend, they uh, released statements, which they read at a vigil. Some other people read for them at a vigil, so they have talked. I know last week it was a big story that the police came and towed away a couple of the cars that had been sitting there getting snowed on because they just want to make sure there's nothing of evidentiary value in there. But really, there hasn't been much. It's also been four weeks. Now, depending on who you're talking to, that's either not that long or an incredibly long time because the father of one of the victims last week said... This case is going cold. And then this morning on the news, they're talking about, you know, people are worried that this case has now gone cold. When did we ever say that a case went cold in a month? Seems How, way too that seems way too soon. When you've got this many FBI agents and yeah. state police and local police Such working on this story. thing around the clock, I don't think that constitutes as going cold. Now, maybe you say, like, we haven't gotten any tips in a while, and that's what you mean by a cold case. But, yes, it's been about four weeks if we went back and looked at the Gabby Petito thing from the time that we first heard her name nationally to the time that they found Brian's notebook remains, mm-hmm. that was well over a month, right? Mm-hmm. That, that took so, yeah. all of August and then some. As snow blankets the crime scene in Moscow, Idaho, fears are mounting in the community that the case, too, is growing cold. The hunt for the killer who stabbed four college students to death in their beds on November 13th is now entering its fourth week. Authorities recently clarifying that the attack was targeted but have not concluded whether a specific victim was the target or the house in general. We're putting the pieces together and I think when that picture is done I think we'll have a real clear definition of what occurred and where to go. You were looking at me inquisitively snow cone but talking about the targeted attack part yeah, of it. Yeah them saying they're not sure if it was a person or the house right, was targeted. There's, the police said that you know, it was a targeted was attack, targeted. The, that it was a targeted attack. Okay, does that mean that they were targeting one of the victims, all the victims, or the house itself, instead of, I guess, just being a random act of, like, I'm walking by this house, I go in, I mean, I and that, I end up stabbing it, someone. Doesn't that seem obvious that it was one person targeted? I, well, I don't know. Maybe they, were dead, mad at, right? maybe they were mad at two of them. Maybe they are mad at three of them. It seems weird that you'd say we were just targeting the house. I hate that house. And I hate anybody that, who's that in it. Yeah, but maybe like you were targeting the house, like we were going to steal it, from it. Right, if you're going right. to rob stuff from there, but that seems unlikely. So when you when the police say targeted attack, I assume they mean they think that at least one of these people was being targeted. Yeah. And yes, most likely 
scenario would be that it was one person being targeted and the other people were there and they were witnesses. So they were all killed. Either they but, went into the wrong room, didn't know where yeah. that target was, or the other people heard and came to try and help. And... Right. Is there anything else that you heard in that podcast, Snowcone, that's, that was interesting? I know they gave well, a lot of history. I didn't know anything about the food truck and the live stream of that food truck. Oh, yeah, so that's what we talked about the first guy. week. Yes, yeah. and, and that was when after the murder, really the, the first and last big story update was the video from the food truck. So this food truck live streams at night uh, in that bar district. And some of the girls were there getting food. And you can see yeah, this guy, you can see this guy behind them. And they thought that maybe this, they had implied that this guy had maybe been following them around a little bit or lingering. And the police wanted to talk to him. I, in my mind, I'm thinking the police may have found this guy and talked to him and they're not telling us this stuff yet, or maybe not. Or they found him, talked to him the and realized it was nothing. On Friday said they, they don't think they'd talk to him, but they talked to the another guy that he was talking to. So they talked to the a guy. So there was a hooded guy and then a bearded guy, and the bearded guy has been found. Has been found and talked to the police, and he's cleared. But I think they're still trying to find the hood. That's guy. what it seems like. They were asking for help finding this guy, and then it just stopped. So I thought, well, maybe did they yeah, find, him and, found him and, and, and rule him out? I don't know, but I this seems like one of those that they're probably going to solve. You heard that police officer there at the end. He's basically saying we've got a few things that we need to iron out, but. And I know maybe he's just trying to increase people's confidence. Sure. But I, it's been four weeks. I, 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 I'm going to put my money on they will solve this case. Me too. At, probably before the new year would be my guess. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. All right, we've got to take a break. We'll come Let's back and finish Doom Scrolling. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to Doom Scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Keep Doom Scrolling. All right. Well, I just saw this. Apparently, this is, uh, well, from today at some point. Uh, I don't remember this video originally coming out, but I love stuff like this. It's a police officer. Being pulled over in a golf cart? Have you yeah. guys seen this one? Okay. No. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it when it happened. this weekend. It was? Yeah. Okay, so I missed it completely, but I see that there's an update now because you, the police chief is done. Did you see that she's, she's done? Well, she's on leave pending an investigation. Well, so they go up to the it, – it's a couple. They're in a, a golf cart. The golf cart doesn't have tags on it. A police officer pulls the golf cart over for not having tags on it. Uh, and he's got his body cam on, and you know there's audio and, and video recording, and she's in the passenger seat. So see if you can I'm hear this. Because you driving tag or uh, unregistered vehicle with no tag on it on the roadway. Yeah, we were we went to the club. It was closed, so we went over and picked up some. Is your camera on? Here she goes. I'm the police chief in Tampa. Oh, how you doing? I'm doing good. Okay. I'm hoping that you'll just let us go tonight. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. So she's, like, pulling out her badge as she says that. Are you recording? And then she says, I'm the police chief in Tampa. I'm good. I'm hoping that you'll just let us go tonight. Well, she's done. She well, res- she? She resigned. Okay. I'm, I'm not like a cop-loving uh, def- whatever. She's I'm in not, the golf I'm cart. I don't have a problem with people. Th- First there's, off, there's she's in a golf cart. Varying degrees. So I think but- you giving, getting a DUI or whatever is, that's. Iffy anyway. Like, I'm not exa- It's not a car. And if I did hit a car or anyone, they wouldn't be injured. So, like, isn't the idea of that? Am I wrong? Well, they're pulling her over. They're pulling her over for not having tags to begin with, right. which 
just with everything that's gone on with Which the police. Just a golf cart, right? Yeah. With everything that's gone on with the police in the last few years and all the protests and news and everything else, to see a story where a police officer gets pulled over, a police chief gets pulled over and asked for special treatment because the golf cart doesn't have tags. And it took however many days and she's gone. That's it. She's resigned. And you get a statement like this from the police that says it's unacceptable for any public employee and especially the city's top law enforcement leader to ask for special treatment because of their position. I mean, I agree, but of all the things that we've seen, this right. is a None thing like this. I would She's assume done. she was drunk. I don't know, but I you knew tags on a golf course. Would be, and I, I totally agree. You get those perks, right? You, you know, do get perks certain perks, and I don't think do that you means you take advantage of it. I, mean, I don't know. I if so you're on the street, if you're on the street, yeah, I guess. she was on like a. Yeah, but I've never seen a golf cart it's an, with tags. It's not street like, legal to be on the street anyway. I don't understand that's the thing. that. I think that's what it was. But he says so. you have no tags. That's what he says in the yeah, article. Talks about how she didn't tags. have tags, yeah. right? Because well, it's you not don't have tags legal. on my bicycle either. Like you couldn't get tags. Maybe right. that's, that's, that's right. maybe that's what he's saying. Like it's obviously not street legal. It doesn't have tags on it. I, why do you just say this isn't a street legal vehicle? You can't drive this right. vehicle right. on the street. I don't know. But then she's you know probably a little tipsy. I'm just guessing in the passenger seat there pulls out her. And she says, are you recording? He says, yes. And she's like, I'm the police chief. I'm hoping you'll just let us go. And and that's that. And she's done. She's gone. Headline. I Tampa still police chief resigns. leave pending an investigation. I'm saying this just, but this just came out. Oh, Tampa police, came, oh, that's what okay, I'm saying. Police okay. chief uh, resigns after telling deputy at traffic stop, I'm hoping that you'll just let us go. And that's what I'm saying. I didn't see the original story, so yeah. I see this breaking news. And I was like, oh. I mean, it's fine either way. Right, I get it. I understand it. To me, it really it. is fine either way. I mean, It's just whatever. kind of bizarre that this is And I know people saying... Uh, well, she should get in trouble for that. I guess my thing is, like, not only is she the police chief, so there are some perks of the job, but I would hope just me driving a golf cart, he yes. wouldn't arrest me exactly. or write me a ticket. Like, I don't want to be, here's, I don't want to be pulled over by that guy. No, I don't. Right? Like, I just don't. Like, okay. The, I'm, like, I'm not being are, combative. I'm, I'm just saying, hey, I'm just, we're going right back right. to the house here. Sorry. Come on. Come on. But she's gone. That's it. Meanwhile, you have all these other stories in the news, people getting, you know, right. pretty dramatic stuff that I don't think we need to mention specifics, right. including the guy who's crawling to police with no weapon. All these stories. I mean, there's there's right. one every couple of weeks at least. And then this lady's on a golf cart. And she's like, could you just let us go? And like, you're right. out. She's done. She resigned. This is completely inappropriate. Did you? OK, I want you to close your eyes and think back to elementary school. Elementary school. I'm there. Your school nurse. I can't. Do you remember, remember your school no. nurse? I, I remember mine vaguely. She had short hair. Uh, she was uh, not a very friendly person. And she wasn't very sympathetic. You couldn't really go to her and say, I f- feel sick and want to go home. She was usually like, why don't you just lay down for a second? You're fine. She was pretty dismissive. I, If you ask me right now, are school nurses always actual nurses? I don't know. Could it just be a mom Who's put in there, or you know, no, a part-time nurses. employee? I would assume that they're they nurses. Are, for okay, sure. but if you tell me like, no, some school nurses are just people getting paid an hourly wage, and they call them a nurse, but they're not really nurses. I'd be like, I guess I believe I that. I don't think know. So. I assume they're nurses. That would bother me. Yeah. Now, especially because nowadays a lot of kids are bringing prescription drugs to school. Mm-hmm. And the nurse is the one who has to administer these prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. And we had a couple of those when we were in school. But just from reading these articles about this story today, it seems like there may be quite a few more kids now who are on these prescription drugs. And some of these parents who have kids who are on prescription drugs started to notice their kids' behavior changing. And then one parent noticed that their child's prescription bottle had some over-the-counter inset in it, like a leave or aspirin oh, or something, no. right? 
And uh, one parent oh, said that her child was acting so erratically that she had to be taken to the hospital. They didn't know what was going on. Well, yes, you guessed it. This 27-year-old nurse has been charged with three counts of grand theft uh, of a controlled substance, five counts of child neglect, mm. and a count of failure to maintain narcotics records. She is alleged to have been stealing the Adderall from the children. She was the only one with access to this medicine cabinet, which is locked up. Once parents start to become suspicious and they alert school authorities, the school wants to go look at the medicine cabinet. I guess a school resource officer and some other employees at the school broke into the medicine cabinet to take a look at it. They found some of the bottles did have over-the-counter pain pills in the bottle. Mm -hmm. And they noticed that there were over 100, once they did their inventory, over 100 Adderall pills that were missing. They mm-hmm. say that they interviewed her, and she's like, well, I have a prescription, but I never took any of the pills. Like, It sounds like she's saying she may have misplaced them, but she never actually ingested any of the children's Adderall, which is ridiculous because the police looked into it like she doesn't have a prescription even mm. for Adderall. So I don't know why she would say that. The Northwest Florida school nurse is in jail tonight accused of stealing students' medications. 27-year-old Michaela Crandall faces several charges, including three counts of grand theft of a controlled substance and five counts of child neglect. Child Investigators neglect. believe Crandall was taking students' Adderall pills and substituting over-the-counter pain relievers. You know, we've talked in the past about the parent or the uh, teacher-student sex scandals and said, like, maybe there needs to be a bigger age gap between the students and the teachers. You know, these high school kids who are 17 and their teachers are 24. I think also if you're going to have a 27-year-old nurse... Handling that much Adderall. Maybe have someone else also keep an eye on the medicine cabinet. Instead of her being the only one with the key and the only one keeping inventory of the drugs. Get some redundancy. Yeah, maybe have at least one other person who's like, yeah, you know. I'm not saying have matching fingerprint scanners because the kids weren't being medicated. They came home with fake pills with these Aleve pills in their bottles. So one girl, one parent said that her daughter had to be hospitalized. Because she didn't have her Adderall? Well, why yeah. are the pills being erratic- sent home? Don't they stay at the school? So they must, I'm that guessing they probably take them home. Like- I'm guessing they, they must take some home for the weekend or something. Okay. I'm not exactly sure if they that bring them home. That seems so odd. Like, that's Saturday my thing. That's what I was yeah, saying. I would think so that don't you have, Like, there. you leave them there. How would they know? And then I she had, could just give them any pills she wanted. I had Adderall at school the nurse had to give me, and mm-hmm. I had to go down there once a day. You didn't take it home on the weekend, right? Not that I know of. Yeah, that seems weird. Now, they, I will say that it started with the parents saying that the kid's behavior was erratic. Man, because I would parents. have, if I was a nurse, I would have a giant Ponzi scheme going. Of oh, course. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's why we need more us, than yeah. one person keeping an eye on this. How she sent them back, if she did have to send them back, was something like, why? Like, take them out of this bottle and send them back half of the other person's bottle, half of that bottle. Like you, and She might have been running some sort of a Ponzi scheme like that, I wonder, because there's so many kids, it sounds like, that have this Adderall prescription, and then they go in. It once feels like when a new kid brings them in, you take a couple out, put it in the yes. other person. Like, I feel like I could keep that going forever. When they did their final count, there were at least 110 that were unaccounted for. That's a while. That were missing. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, exactly how they found these other pills in their bottles, I just assume maybe they take them home for the weekend or mm. for long break i don't know i i thought you would leave the medicine there but i didn't have medicine sent to school with me any medicine i took i took in the morning and why why yeah exactly why are you taking adderall at school i guess so these, going, like don't you just take to, it before you go they might have to take it more than once a day i think when i first started taking it, it was at school and it was i think it was twice a day then i got on a prescription that was like extended release time released and yeah. so i took it in the morning yeah it just feels like you would take it in the morning like i don't know and the girl who had to go to the hospital like what they said for behavior erratic behavior but is this like a withdrawal thing, like a physical mm-hmm. thing? Or are you just like, she needs Adderall that badly that without it, 
You're taking her to the hospital? Seems like a lot there. Anyway, 110 missing pills. That's quite a few. This girl's 27 years old. I Not saw her really. mugshot. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm saying in general, if you're going to have 110 unaccounted for in your, if you, if they do inventory and like, oh, we're four short, you, you might be able to be like, I don't know why, how, four short. What? I can't be. I don't know. I mean, I give them the right amount. Right. When you're 110 short. Yeah, but you're taking one you're every trouble. day. I know, but I'm saying that's enough that they're going to notice when like they do Half a year and you're like, damn. Right. I'm just saying yeah. that's too many that by that when they come to do an inventory, if you're down 110, right. they're, they're gonna, you're going to be busted. That's it. Right. And it didn't sound like she had much of a story ready other than, well, I have a prescription for my own. And they're Which like, oh, we just looked into that and you don't. So, But I wasn't also, taking it. why would it. that matter? Right. I don't know either. I was like, why even tell and them why that? why me? Like, I don't need it. I have my own prescription. If I'm the nurse and they're like, well, this pill bottle has a leave on it i'd be like well i don't go into the i give them whatever the she, parents sent with me she was the only I one would, they said with access to the to i know the, but i'm saying yeah. the parents have to send it yeah so i'd be like ask the mom yeah, maybe the like, mom's taking the adderall it ain't me they said that between september and october um they started getting parents started getting concerned about their child's behavioral changes um one of the students medication bottles was found to have aspirin in it which the parent alerted the deputies to, and the child, okay, so the child wasn't even supposed to have aspirin. Apparently, they're allowed to have Adderall, but not aspirin. But somehow that parent says, hey, my kid had aspirin in his bottle. I don't know if he brought it home for the weekend right. again. Awesome. But then apparently there were a couple other kids that found, or a couple other parents that found pills. And then when the police went and looked in the medicine cabinet, some of these bottles had, which I'm with you on that too. Who are you trying to trick there? Like if someone comes in and counts them, maybe think if they do a quick inventory, they'll just count the pills and hopefully it looks enough yeah. like the other ones that no one will notice that it's missing. Probably, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'm guessing it was a bit of a Ponzi scheme. And I wonder how long. I don't, it doesn't say in here how long she was a nurse, but I wonder how long ago she took that first Adderall pill. Like, I'm just going to take one of these. Yeah, that's what happens. And then next thing you're just like, Comes I the next day, she's tired. this one like, and take it to the next one. Yeah. Now she's got six kids. She's taking one each. Now yeah. she's a weekend. Yep. Got all these she's prescriptions She's like, all right, I'm done. It. Nobody's going to notice the one pill out of every bottle. And then Monday she shows up like, I'm so tired. Yeah. Yeah. And then next thing you know, they're coming to do inventory and 110 of them are yep. missing. And that's not even included. We don't know what she could have done with the Ponzi scheme. There could have been more missing, but she was able to kind of cover some of her tracks mm-hmm. a little bit or feed some kids some leave instead of Adderall, which it sounds like she may have done because of these behavioral issues. And the kids were still being sent there to take their medicine. But the parents thought, I don't think that my kid's taking their medicine. I wonder how many kids get sent to the nurse's office to take prescription drugs at an average size elementary school. At my oh, school, yeah. it was real rare. We had a couple kids with type 1 diabetes. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they would go there to, to get their insulin. Um, yeah, I was like the only one in my school. You really were? I, I mean, as far as I remember, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it does not say in here how big the school is, but it just kind of, maybe it just seems like a lot probably of kids are on it. Now. But it seems like it's yeah. probably a lot more common now. The Church of Laszlo.